Hello everyone and welcome back to the Wounded Healer. We make the human experience more enjoyable. <clears throat> I'm your host Keith. And today's PSA, we're talking spotlight effect. So I was having a conversation with my eight-year-old before school the other morning. And his little rascal's hair was a mess. And he's got a big old bunch of curly hair on top of his head, just like his mama. Now, I'm not talking bad about his mama. She's a beautiful woman. She's got beautiful hair. The boy's got beautiful hair, too. I wished I had hair. However, this stuff was wild looking. And I said, buddy, you cannot go to school like that. We got to do something with it. He said, no, it's okay, Papa. I said, no, seriously, bud. Like, at least put some water on it. Put a hat on it. I don't It's just something. I can't let you go out the house like that. It's okay, Papa. No. And he just, he was adamant about, just let it be, let it be. I said, bud, they're not even going to play with you at school with your hair looking like that. And he said, Papa, they don't care. I said, I'm telling you, bud. But I said, you know what? That's on you. I'm going to let you figure this one out. Forget all about it. We get in the truck. We get in the truck. We do what we do. We he likes to listen to some little true crime podcasts. So we do that on the way, drop him off. I go on about my day. Later in the afternoon, go to pick him up, get him off the bus. He gets in the truck. He says, Papa, I got something to tell you. And at this point, I, who knows what it could be. He says, at recess today, Everyone played with me. And I had totally forgotten about our conversation. So I'm like, well, that's good, buddy. What would you guys play? What would y'all play? It's dodgeball. I said, oh, heck yeah. I said, I like playing dodgeball when I was in school. He said, all right. That was that. Again, I had forgotten about what we talked about. But I'm looking at him through the rearview mirror. And I can see kind of the top of his head his forehead, and he's just eating a snack, and then it, then it hit me. It was his hair. I told him in the morning this, nobody was going to play with him because his hair was a mess. And his hair looked pretty much the same when I picked him up. And, yeah, you know, it. I tend to get a little bit of, like, I get this, like, overwhelming feeling of emotions sometimes with him for many reasons. But uh, it kind of just hit me, and it was just powerful. It was overwhelming. I had my eyes watered up a little bit. And uh, I, I gathered myself and kind of chuckled on the inside, and I said, man, he was right. And, yeah, I, I have to tell you, you know, an eight-year-old was 100% right, and I was wrong. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. That's what the spotlight effect is. So social scientists have coined this term, spotlight effect, because we perceive others looking at us or paying more attention to us than they really are. When we go out, we think people are, are looking at us. We think people are paying attention to us. We think people actually care about how we look, what we're doing, what we say, anything like that, right? 
Now, there's going to be situations where they are paying attention to you, and we will get into that, trust me. Uh, but at the end of the day, no one cares. You know, just because you are the center of your own universe does not mean you are the center of someone else's universe. They are the center of their own universe. They have their own stuff going on. They have their their own world to contend with, just like you do. Uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, can you think of a time where you actually remembered seeing somebody do something goofy or dumb or embarrassing? No, but you can probably remember a majority of the times that that's happened to you, right? And, you know, there were, there were some studies done on this years and years ago. And, you know, obviously today they, they still do it in social psychology classes. Uh, it's nothing that's going to go away. It's a part of who we are. It's a part of our evolution. Back, you know, a couple hundred thousand years ago, if you were in a tribe or a group of people and you did something completely stupid, you would get knocked down a notch. You would not be able to mate. You would probably not be able to eat. You would and maybe die. You'd get pushed out of the group. So it is important to us that then that we did not do these things. You know, that we did pay attention to what others are doing and how others thought about us. But that's no longer the case. You know, we we no longer need that. We no longer have to have that to survive. But because our brains are still stuck back a couple hundred thousand years ago that's in there that that little bit of stuff just left over and here we are trying to figure it out they uh i think one of the studies and i don't know i'm i'm not at the house i'm in an undisclosed location at the moment but uh i don't i don't have a lot of access to stuff i don't know how much i'll leave in the notes but there was a, a social experiment done, I believe, in the early 2000s, where they had some college students wear a Barry Manilow t-shirt. So it's like 2000, you know, early 2000s. Uh, Barry Manilow, not very popular amongst college students, not very popular or relevant at that time. And they made these students put this t-shirt on and go out and then ask them how they felt. They were embarrassed. Some of them struggled to do it. Like this spotlight effect can also be known as you know, social anxiety. Uh, but the neat thing about the experiment was when the students wearing the t-shirt were allowed a few minutes to get used to the idea of the t-shirt and maybe to talk about the t-shirt to the other members in the, the group or the class, whatever it was, they suffered less social anxiety when they went out. It didn't affect them as much. So that's something to remember. The, uh, the social anxiety part, a lot of that stems, and that spotlight effect, well, well they're interchangeable for, for this conversation. It stems a lot from, you know, the, the self-esteem, the insecurities, uh, the environment in which you are in. 
So if you think about that, there are going to be times where people are looking at you. I mean, if you come out of the house and you just look completely ridiculous, people are going to look. People are going to look because you break that social norm. You, you, you've, you've broken the, that conformity that we're used to seeing. So they're going to look. That, that novelty is something that attracts us. So if it's new in that environment, it's different, it's off. We're gonna we're gonna look. We're gonna we're gonna our eyes are gonna are go to that. Now sometimes you're trying, sometimes you're not. I mean, sometimes you. I mean, most if you're goofy, you're goofy. There's nothing anyone can do to help you. You're just goofy, and people are gonna look at you. You better be a very confident person. You you better have some things figured out to overcome all of that that's coming your way and if you if you can handle it i'm proud of you if you can't handle it then we need to figure out how to help you handle it if you're if you're out there dressing yourself all up seeking the attention or peacocking i've heard it called peacocking men women we both do it when you're trying to just present yourself bright colors flamboyant you know, out there, look at me, look at me, tail feathers spread, right? You're peacocking, seeking the attention, people are going to look at you. But you got to remember, you're in the spotlight, which means all lies will be on you. Sometimes that's not a good thing either, because you will attract a lot of unattractive things. Uh, but I think the reason behind that, too, is also the fact that you're covering up something on the inside. You're trying to look perfect because you're imperfect on the inside. And really what you're doing is you're portraying yourself as something different than what is really happening, what's really going on. And you're seeking the approval of people that We'll never love you. We'll never get to know you. We'll never appreciate you. We'll never invest in you. But here you are taking your time, energy, and effort and money and putting it on to go peacock, impress these people, right? And if you're seeking that type of attention from others, to boost your self-esteem. You know, we got a lot to talk about. You, we, we got to figure some stuff out because that's not healthy. That's not a healthy self-image. That's not a healthy, uh, that's not a healthy person. And now I know I'm going to catch a little shit and I'm not trying to be hard on anybody and I'm not trying to, I'm not judging you. You do you. If you want to roll out the house looking like whatever, do it. You know, you're going to hear people say, oh, at least they're owning it. Owning what? Again, you're just covering some shit up. That's not owning it. Owning it is dealing with it. Let me tell you about a peacock. Peacock looks beautiful on the outside. They spread them tail feathers, man. Everyone stops and stares. 
I don't know. I, I have never, and I'm pretty sure most of these folks listening have never observed a peacock in the wild. So you're staring at a peacock in a zoo, petting zoo, behind a cage. I don't know. I don't want to be associated with that. And at the end of the day, I don't know if you've ever heard those jokers screech or the noise they make. It is hideous. It's hideous. So beauty's only on the outside. Beauty's only skin deep, right? Let's work with let's work with that stuff that's in, that's in there. Let's get that stuff perfect. Let's get that stuff beautiful, and everything else will be a byproduct. So again, no one cares. No one's paying attention to you. No one's looking. A majority of the time, it's your own thoughts that create that. It's a cognitive bias that you believe they're paying more attention to you than they really are. <clears throat> and again, if you're out there seeking attention, then obviously they are looking at you. You know, If you're one of those folks that, that leave the house in pajama bottoms and a hoodie or pajama bottoms and a crop top, yeah, you're being looked at. You're being judged. You deserve it because you shouldn't come out the house like that. I mean, now, are there situations where people are just looking at you? Yeah. But if you're on a, you know, like, let me back up. The the looking at each other piece. So if you're on a train, a plane, a bus, and you make eye contact with somebody, it's going to make you uncomfortable. And I know you can, I know you know this, the moment you make eye contact with a stranger, you feel all weird, and you either need to look up, down, sideways, look out the window, look at the wall, look at the paper, look at the phone. You need to do something else other than look back at that person because you don't want that person to think you were looking at them, think you were staring at them, thinking anything, right? Our eyes are powerful. There's a lot, a lot of stuff that comes from our eyes. But those same eyes that can make you uncomfortable can also ease some of that social anxiety. If you do have social anxiety, if you do have this, suffer from this spotlight effect where you're assuming people are looking at you more than they really are, observe somebody. Use your eyes to look at somebody. Just just look at them. Just, just look at them and watch them. Watch them for 10, 15, 20 seconds. It will ease your social anxiety. It will. I promise you. Just do it. And the more comfortable you get at observing people, the more you get to understand what they're doing, why they're doing it, why we do what we do, that social anxiety goes away. That spotlight kind of you know, starts to dim, starts to fade away. If, um, if you're somebody like me, which not many folks out there like this, but if you're somebody like me who's actually just observing people all day long, and I'm a, I'm actually observing the person that's looking at you, if you can, <laughs> if you can put that together, uh, yeah, I, there's not many people out there like me that are just observing, that are just aware of what's happening. I mean, for me, I was out the other day talking to somebody. 
and I had to explain to them that as I'm talking to them, I'm looking at them, I'm engaging them. You know, I'm at, it's a great conversation. It's a great time. But I said, listen, I'm literally probably listening and paying attention to everything around us right now. No disrespect. I am not shutting you out. I am not doing anything other than just observing and being aware. It's just what I do. I've always done it. I've done it for years. And I had no idea what I was doing years and years ago, but now I do. Makes it even better. Makes it even more powerful. Uh, makes it even more useful. It's become a tool. And, uh, and, you know, they were just like, okay, they laughed it off. And obviously, you know, they start, they start to question it. They start going, well, okay, what are they talking about? Or what are they doing? And, you know, you go into it and it's, a, it's you know, it's just fun and games. And, and that's all it is. And that's all I, I leave it at that. I leave it as fun and games. I don't, it's not something that, you know, you, you go on and on and you're not trying to make a big deal out of it. All right, so it's gone a little bit longer than I wanted it to. But what do we got? We got the spotlight effect. It is real. It's also known as social anxiety. There's a couple of videos out there. Social scientists doing experiments on it. At the end of the day, it's the idea that people are paying more attention to you than they really are. Guess what? They are not. Just remember, remember like the eight-year-old said, it doesn't matter. They don't care. If you're someone that's out there peacocking, seeking the attention, just stop. Just look inside. Figure it out. Make the inside beautiful. The outside will, will be just as beautiful. You don't, you don't have to try to look perfect to hide those imperfections. You don't. Um, you're an amazing person. We all have something to offer. We're all unique. Even if you're the goofy, goofy person that people are staring at, even if you're the person in the pajama bottom pants that I can just, oh, that that tear that that one gets me. But even that person, we're all unique. We all have something to offer. We can all learn from from each other. Just get out there and be the best you. Just be the best you. And if you are going to be in the goddamn spotlight, then shine. Then then do something. Do something powerful. Do something awesome. Do something that helps somebody else. Do something that's spotlight worthy. Because that's a hell of a place to be is on center stage under the spotlight. That's a privilege. And if you hold that privilege, don't abuse it. Use it wisely. See you folks on the next one.